Amanda Cartwright jerked awake to the sound of screeching. Her heart pounded as she raised herself to her elbows and peered out the window. Golden lights twinkled in the darkness. She rubbed her bleary eyes, thinking she must have been having a nightmare to be so startled at the routine sounds of the train slowing as it neared Spokane. It wasn't like she hadn't ridden this train many times before, and she knew arrival in Spokane always occurred in the darkest hours of the night, accompanied by the screeching of the brakes and jolting of the train as it switched tracks numerous times. The now-familiar sound of the train's whistle echoed in the night as it crossed a street. Amanda checked the time on her cell phone, 3.30 in the morning. They were running about two hours late, nothing unusual there. The train slowed to a crawl and then stopped. Bright fluorescent lighting from tall utility poles served only to diminish the darkness, leaving shadows on the station platform. Amanda heard the clanking sound of the door to the sleeper car being opened, and through the window she saw one of the conductors moving down the platform, presumably to open the doors of other cars. She never got off in Spokane. In fact, she almost never woke up during the stop, coming as it did in the midnight hours, both eastbound and westbound. But she was awake now. She might as well check out the station. She slid off the bed in her minuscule superliner roomette, hardly more than a closet, really, and slipped into her shoes. She opted not to turn on the lights as she slept with her curtains open. Grabbing her warm fleece jacket, Amanda slid open the compartment door to step into the narrow hallway. Her T-shirt and black stretch pants might not have been appropriate for an upscale restaurant, but they certainly served well enough as sleeping gear on a train that required wandering down the hall to find the bathroom. No ensuite bathroom-bedroom combination for her. She rode the train too often to indulge in that luxury, and her job as a home stager, interior designer, was barely paying for her mysterious jaunts as it was. She made her way to the train car door and stepped down onto the concrete platform. The autumn night air was brisk, and Amanda shoved her hands in her pockets before turning to survey the length of the train. Shimmering silver under the lights, it had an ethereal glow to it, made all the more eerie by the fact that it was now completely silent and still. No screeching brakes, no whistles, no rumbling along the tracks. She watched the station crew quietly hook up potable water hoses to the train, while the car attendants offloaded boxes of garbage. A few passengers lethargically dragged rolling suitcases toward the entrance to the station, a small, unassuming brick building that she knew housed only an escalator and elevator leading to the first-floor terminal, where other half-conscious passengers no doubt awaited their turn to board. The scene reminded her of an old black-and-white movie, so monochromatic were the colors. Only the bright chartreuse safety vests of the station crew broke the two-toned panorama. Amanda strolled toward the station entrance, with no goal in mind other than to stretch her legs and watch the muted activity on the platform. The hour was late, and it seemed that everyone, passengers, station crew, and conductors, was tired and sleepy. Beyond the station, toward the back of the train, the crew appeared to be unhooking the section of the train that would leave for Portland, Oregon, including the observation car, 
her favorite. Sometime in the past two months, the train company had decided to start sending the observation car to Portland instead of continuing on to Seattle. If she hadn't lived in Seattle, she might have followed the observation car to Portland. The views along the Columbia River must have been spectacular. But then she would have had to drive three hours north to her apartment in Seattle, and it didn't make sense to chase an observation car. Nor did her frequent trips on the train make sense, averaging about one a month for the last 12 months. Amanda had no idea why she was compelled to ride the Empire Builder, not that many times. Once or twice a year would have satisfied most ardent train enthusiasts, and although she loved trains, she hadn't had a fanatical obsession about them until about a year ago.